Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to Marriage... Actually, you know what? Forget that. Um, it's not everybody. You're not everybody. I realize I say that all the time, but I'm, you're probably just talking to one person. You're probably uh, in your car or on your jog. Maybe you're in your bathtub. And you have one name. Your name is Sarah or Mark or it's Juan or Elise or um, I don't know what your name is. But if it's Sarah or Juan or Mark or Elise, I greet you specially. Thank you for listening to Marriage Therapy Radio with Zach and Laura. Today, we're talking a little bit about the roles and the rules um, that help you run a household. Um, What happens when partners have misaligned expectations about who does how much work or who's worth more because they make more or who does, um, you know, how do you pick up your your part of the... uh, part of the household chore bit running. Yeah. Anyway, thanks again for listening and uh, stick around. Uh, what's new? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't think I have anything new. I'm just trying to get used to the fact that my husband's working from home. <laughs> Can I just tell you how odd it is? So uh, now, now I've, uh, now I have something to talk about. So okay. we're, we're working from home, both of us, and we see each yeah. other all day long. And okay. can I tell you how amazing I am that I am able to get laundry done? Like I am a master multita- multitasker. So I do laundry during the day. I'm cleaning out the refrigerator. I'm going, I'm like jetting off to go grocery shopping real fast. I'm prepping meals for the evening. And this is between clients. This is like while I'm on conference calls. I'm taking the dog out for a walk and getting all of this done. And I just am kind of hoping that he happens to see just <laughs> how productive I can be working from home. And, uh, and so I give him like the evil eye, like, don't you want to do something? I mean, you're on a call and you're walking around the house. Can I give you a rag to dust while you're walking <laughs> around the house? But I, I'm having to deal with just the adjustment of having him work from home because he's very much a solo worker. He does deep work and I, okay. I am a multitasker. Okay. And, and then also the other part is I don't feel like I can be emotionally available for him during the day because I kind of feel like, uh, you know, when you're in each other's space, you want to show one another, you want to turn toward them. And I just don't yeah. have, I don't have the capacity to turn toward them. So I have to pretend like we're coworkers and I don't actually have to, you know, correspond with him at all. Or uh, it's just yeah. been an interesting dynamic. Yeah. Anyway, I mentioned that because he left for a six day business trip and I couldn't be happier. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, uh, I've never thought I would come to this day where I was excited for him to go for on a business trip, AKA also known as vacation. Yeah. 
Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Reb doesn't like me at the house um, because she same thing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm Ryan, I'm Ryan in that case. Yeah. I am very productive and I whirl around. This is what the weekends look like. I don't need seven days of this. If this is already what Saturday and Sunday look like where he's just yeah. like has his own idea of how he wants to spend his weekend. And I have my idea of how I want him to spend his weekend. <laughs> um, it's, anyway, it sounds like, it sounds like you have, you guys have a hard time understanding the roles in your house. <laughs> the, this the, is foreshadowing the, the, the roles and, uh, the roles and, and rituals and rules and relationships that you have as husband and wife. Yeah, because I have expectations for him. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Good foreshadowing. You guys, I could not be more excited to announce the relaunch of the Marriage in Motion online relationship training course. So many of you have been emailing and asking when registration will be reopening. Well, ta-da! The time is now. Marriage in Motion teaches the science of successful relationships. And in this online course, you'll acquire the insights and develop the skills that are necessary to elevate the trajectory of your relationship, all without the time and cost of traditional therapy. So included in the course are 16 video lessons and their corresponding activity sheets. Look, we love that you are faithful listeners of the podcast, and we know that true growth and change occurs when you take action through incremental and intentional behaviors that build hope, confidence, and momentum in your relationship. And that's why great relationships aren't just learned, they're earned. So to celebrate the reopening of the registration for Marriage in Motion course, we have dropped the price $100. So now the course, the entire course, is only $297. I want you to think about where your relationship will be a year from now. It's your move now to a better relationship today than it was yesterday. So go to register at www.forbetter.us. That's F-O-R-B-E-T-T-E-R.us. So what are we talking about? <laughs> well, I think maybe it'd be a good time to talk about the roles and rules and <laughs> expectations that you have as husband and wife in, in the relationship, in the house. Yeah. No, I, hear, I see this all the time. Like, I, it amazes me still that some of the kind of the contemporary... Um, well, no, I guess it works for different people, but it, it, it just amazes me sometimes when when uh, couples get uh, locked into these expectations about who does what, and it really doesn't come from any meaningful conversation. It just comes from this cultural norm that they somehow mm-hmm. inherited from somebody, mm-hmm. right? And then and now it just exists, and yeah. they get frustrated. So I don't know. I, I mean, I, I see it plenty. Um, mm-hmm. So I think it'd be fun to kind of talk a little bit about that. I think especially because of what you're describing. Like I, it, the most common story is that the, that the husband works and that the wife, whether she works or not is responsible for the house. Well, I, I would say like the most common story now is that she does work. She's, she's working and she's responsible for the house is what yeah, I'm, what yeah. I'm seeing. Um, man, I just, something just came to mind and it's brilliant. It is absolute gold. Are you ready for this? Yes, sure. Sure. <laughs> So what you said is that we just kind of inherit generically these just roles that whatever culture puts on us, whether norms, or not yeah. that's the norms, whether or not that's the role that we really want to take on or what works for our situation or our family. And what if, are you ready? What if you wrote a job job description for your spouse 
Like, what if you wrote down <laughs> what you're seeking in a spouse? Just bear with me. Like, imagine that you okay. have a job job opening. I, I am very, se- <laughs> I'm seeking I a, a husband. Look on my face, but go ahead. I know you do. So I have a job opening for a husband right now. I do. He's out of out of town for six days. So there is an yeah. open spot <laughs> in my household. <laughs> um, so I write a job description, and this is what I'm seeking in in my husband. Now, alternatively. Uh, my husband writes his basically his resume. This is what he's proficient in. Mm. This is this is what he's bringing to the table. And you line those two up, and it's like, how well do they match? Those are sort of the mm. expectations, right? This is what I'm bringing to the table. This is what I'm good at. This is what I enjoy doing. This is what I expect. And then the flip side is, this is what I want. This is what I'm mm-hmm. looking for. Where's the gap? And the gap is where I think the tension arises, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Did and I blow you your know, mind? Did I blow it? You totally, you blew my mind. I no. know. It does have me thinking though. It's an interesting exercise because the thing that I hear a lot is men defend that they work for the family. They are making the money they're doing, totally. they're going there. That's, that's the, the, the role that they fill. And yet huh? I can't imagine. Well, I can't imagine, but my guess is that the woman who writes the job description doesn't have at the top want you to go to work and make a bunch of money. <laughs> right. I don't, it's, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, it's not like, I mean, we usually say, Oh, it's someone with a good sense of humor or a good partner, yeah. or shared interests or mm-hmm. who's kind or, you know, those things are those realistically, that's what, that's what the job description is going to include. Right. Um, employable skill. Sure. But it's not like they're saying, Hey, I need somebody who's going to leave the house every day at 8am or 6am. Yeah. yeah. Be gone, mm-hmm. come home, not have any idea what's going on. But as long as they bring the paycheck back, that's fine. Right. Like, that's not on the job description. And alternatively, I would imagine that most men aren't going to be like, well, here's what I bring to the table. I've got a really good job at Amazon and I'm going to work 60 hours a week, but we're going to make six figures yeah. um, with huge bonuses. So mm-hmm. you should be grateful for anything else. You, you know? know what? I do have some, uh, man. I'm going to push back on that a little bit because I do think that that's incredibly important. There is a level of stability and safety that is provided by financial. um, No doubt. No no doubt. Yeah. I'm just saying that's not what they would lead with when they're trying to woo their, woo their, their, you know, they're not going to lead with, I bring a tremendous amount of financial stability. It's going to, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. But I mean, there's certain things like when a man, um, when you're trying to woo a partner, why have a big fancy watch and a fancy car? Like, what are you presenting yourself as financially stable? Um, I do think that that is. So I was telling this to Ryan that I have really come to love and appreciate certain things over time, like his income. I really appreciate his income. It provides me a level of flex. Why are you smiling at me? Because when I got married to my wife who grew up in Greenwich, Connecticut, raised by a stockbroker, I was, I was an unemployed (laughs) broke as a joke with a, with a future as a substitute teacher and a brand new job at Barnes and Noble (laughs) (laughs) or like I hadn't started my job at Barnes and Noble. That was after, that was after the honeymoon, but. Um, That's, well, I mean, it is interesting because I think that our our expectations um, definitely change. Like what brings us in is great. Like maybe your humor and your intellect wooed her. Um, mm-hmm. But what kept her there 
that's different. Like what kept her in the relationship? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, well, it definitely wasn't my income. <laughs> okay, it's not, and it never was, right? Yeah. Mooch might be why, I mean, dare I say, she is the the breadwinner in the household. Is that correct still? No, no I mean, she. we've both, we've both uh, traded off over the years. Right now, yeah. we're, we're pretty much neck and neck, which is nice. That is pretty um, nice. My husband's hoping that at some point we become neck and neck, <laughs> but he just keeps taking the lead. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so what would you do? I mean, let's just say, for example, that um, uh, I'll use the example of a female and her expectation of her. Um, well, I'll use a heterosexual couple that her male partner is going to come to the table as husband. And the role of husband is to be emotionally supportive for her. That's what she's mm-hmm. seeking. She wants him to recognize when she's feeling sad and ask what's wrong. What, how can I how can I make this better? She wants him to be the shoulder for her to cry on. Um, she wants him to just be an emotional support. And mm-hmm. that's or to pay never, attention, right? Pay and attention, right. Yeah. yeah. And that, that's not really in his job description. It never was. And it's not, not just in his job description as a husband. It's not really in his job description in life. What do you mm-hmm. do with that? Yeah, that's a tough one. I'm actually thinking of a real-life couple in my practice and um, kind of what is, what is the what's the perpetual problem, right? The perpetual problem is she wants uh, his emotional support. He doesn't feel like he has enough bandwidth because he's busy providing for the family. Mm. Um, and just, and he just wants a break. He just wants to come home and, and have her not be on his back about it. You know, right. um, the reality is neither one of them is getting what they want. And I think it begs this question that I talk about a lot um, that you have to solve for, how do I give you what you want in order for me to get what I need? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm pretty matter of fact, I'm kind of like, okay, cool. Great job with the paycheck. Really awesome. Um, sounds like you're doing well. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, of course you need a break. And also your wife is miserable. Mm-hmm. And so something has to be done about that. And he gets to decide whether or not he wants to be a person who, who can do something about that. And, and, if he can, it kind of goes back to um, the podcast we did last week, which was this idea of, of finding out what, how can I love you today? Mm-hmm. Right. Even if he just learns how to ask that question. Yeah. Um, and then he does that thing. Maybe he doesn't have to become this completely transformed, uh, you know, other kind of employee. Right. If she hired right. a, right. If she hired a, uh, you know, a janitor, he doesn't have to all, all of a sudden become a the principal. CEO. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking of like hiring an engineer and asking for the engineer to be customer service that just don't go to hand in hand. Right. I can't tell you how many, I mean, I have got, I probably have over the last three or four years, I probably had a half a dozen engineers married to nurses. Yes. You've said this before. It's it is incredible. Yeah, it is. It is insane, but it's puzzle puzzle pieces right there. You've got a gap. I'll fill it. You get it. You get it. Yeah. yeah. So she, um, (laughs) (laughs) so she is, you know, 
well-versed in bedside manner and empathy and care. And right. he's just like, so I want to solve a problem. Like, right. g- give me some math. I'll do some math. And maybe that's mm-hmm. a great way to think about it. Like the, uh, um, well, I just made my own example, but um, in that case, I might use the math, which is the, the reality is that there's a deficit in this. There's not enough, there's not enough data or, or energy or um, fuel to run this machine basically. Mm. And so you got to put, I don't know. I like speaking in other people's languages, but yeah. Well, I think that makes a really helpful therapist too, is that when you can, which is why I'm going to, I'm just going to say this, why I think our podcast is, is so popular to the 8 billion that are listening to it is popular. that we're I'm all about this podcast is brought to you by wicked, the Broadway <laughs> sensation. That <laughs> Side note. Did I ever tell you about my wicked, uh, what I did? I bought tickets, yeah. bought box seat tickets to Wicked uh-huh. because I wanted to see it. And I yeah. pulled the tickets out, had the babysitter all set to go. I was dressed up and the tickets were for the night before. Oh my gosh. I had missed it. I know. I know. I'm still devastated. I'm still crying inside. But if you could just not sing anything by Wicked, I would really appreciate it. Uh-huh. You know okay, what's going to happen. Here's why I think the podcast is popular because we have created popular. a tribe. Stop it. I'm all about popular. <laughs> We're speaking our language. We're just yeah. we're just Zach and Laura. Yeah. Zach and Laura. Did he play that last night? He did. Oh, that's yeah. cool. All right. Yeah. Um, so there were two nights ago. Yeah. Um, and the the tribe that's listening to us, they're listening to us because we're speaking their language. This is the language that they are feel most comfortable listening to. So that's just that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so are I, you you're kind of drawing a hard line? Is that what you're saying? Well, can you fill the gap between expectation and um, and what you actually can bring to the table? Yeah, I mean, you know, you've heard me say it a bunch of times. There's an there's an expectation that you have on the relationship, and there's an experience that you have, and the, and right. the pain is in the middle. And right. so you and so I'm very clear with people that there's there's well, closing the gap basically has to happen in one of two directions. You either lower your expectations or you raise your experience, um, okay. because until those two things are aligned there's going to be pain. And I think um, Mm. people don't want to be, um, I mean, I've said, I've said it a couple of times. I'm like, why don't you just not care? Why don't you just lower your expectations? Because at least Mm. then you won't have any pain. Mm -hmm. And they get offended by that because they don't, they Uh, want to defend. Absolutely. I can see why they would get offended. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's after weeks, maybe months of saying, let's raise the experience. Right. But nothing changes, nothing changes, nothing changes. Right. So I'm finally like, what are you doing? Like, what, why are you, why don't you just not, why don't you just stop? Yeah. stop. <laughs> I told a couple the other day, I said, look, did I tell you this? I said, if you guys don't come back in here in a, yes. like a month. You said that. And I think on the last podcast, so we don't need the repeat, but yeah. I love, I love that you double dog dare couples. And yeah. I think by saying to a couple where they have expectations for one another's roles and they don't line up. If you were to say either lower your expectation or you need to raise your experience, by the way, you've said this multiple times. It's never made sense to me until now. Just oh, saying. Okay. Sometimes I nod along like, gosh, that's really brilliant, Zach. And mm. I have no idea what it means. Mm. Um, but uh, yes, I, I do think it's like it's daring the couple because I don't think anybody wants to follow the advice that you should just lower your expectation for your relationship. Um, and, and I think also it's generational. My generation thinks that like we can shoot for the moon. We've been told like you, 
you just dream for the stars and shoot for the moon and you'll hit it. And so if somebody was to tell me, just lower your expectation, I would be like, that's bullshit. No, mm-hmm. thank you. It's yeah, not going to be mean, happening in my household. I mean, and the hardest part is when you've just got one partner, perhaps, who just kind of doesn't get it. And mm. um, I think that's where you have to be just really frank with them and say, hey, man, like, here's the deal. The, the, well, your wife, your husband doesn't feel loved. Yeah. Um, and so whatever it is that you think you're doing that you actually feel like is the right thing to do or the good thing to do, it's yeah. not working. Yep. Um, I totally agree. I think it's been pretty great listening to your, uh, your advice either, you know, if you've got that, the pain is in the middle, you either lower your expectation or, or raise your experience. Um, gosh, I'm going to go back to this couple that I'm thinking of. I'm going to share my advice. Maybe I'll share this podcast with them. Free of charge, mm-hmm. yeah. no no bills for this therapy session. Man, I'm trying to fit one more song in, but I just can't do it. How many did we cover? Three? Uh, no, just one. Just the popular. Popular. Oh, and yeah. then Zach and Sarah. But I was yeah. going to sing another Wicked song just to break your heart. Thanks. Thank yeah. you. Appreciate it. Yeah. Hey, uh, let's meet up in a week. What do you say? Mm, I'll be there. I'll be there. Okay. Excellent. Um, uh, I'll be there too. I think we're going to start having um, some guests on, which will be pretty exciting. I've got one on the hook. You've got one on the hook. Um, yeah. So stay tuned for some cool announcements and some cool other voices. Yeah. All right. Ta-ta. Bye. Thanks so much for joining us for this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio. Just as a reminder, on June 8th and 9th, Zach and I will be up in Seattle, Washington, and we're going to be hosting a marriage retreat. It's a two-day experience where you gather with your partner and you really are working on building your communication skills, deepening your intimacy, and learning conflict management blueprints. Uh, It's called The Seven Principles for Making Marriage Work. It's actually a program that I had the chance to co-develop with the Gottman Institute over five years ago, and I have been the master trainer for. So it's a real treat for me to be able to work with couples. Usually I'm just training other therapists on this. And of course, it's a real treat to be in the same room as Zach. Uh, That might be a bit of a stretch, but we're really looking forward to it. We cut our registration off at 25 couples. So if you have just the slight inkling that this would be something that you would enjoy. I encourage you to register now, register early because we are cutting registration off at 25 couples. Hop on to marriagetherapyradio.com and click on the link that says workshops. Register for our June 8th and 9th marriage retreat. It's the last one happening until the fall. See you then. Thank you so much for all the time and energy that you're putting in your relationship, making it better today than it was yesterday. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.